Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Countdown to Infinity, the Avengers podcast. And we are so close to the release of Infinity Wars. I'm super excited. I'm already wearing my Thor hat. Whoops, I already slipped what this week's episode is about. It's about Thor. Um, we're super excited about it. But before we get to the episode, um, we just wanted to remind you that you could win something from us. Um, and we give something away every single week, something really cool and something marvelly. If you go to facebook.com slash DelphinPod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D, you can see um, a post every single week of what we're giving away, and uh, we give it away. So um, the other thing that we're going to be doing is giving a special gift to the people that review our podcast on iTunes. So go to the podcast app or Stitcher or uh, Google Play, anywhere you go, and um, write a review. Give us uh, some good stars. Share it with some people. And if you uh, take a picture and send it to our Facebook account or uh, to our, our email, then uh, we're going to send you a really awesome gift. So for everyone that reviews the podcast, for the first 20 people, we're going to give you something really special if you do it. But without further ado, let me just try to pick up this hammer. I can't because I'm not Thor. How are you opening these? We don't have a set thing yet. We don't. Yeah. Are we, we just, counting? We don't count down. We don't count down. Have we, you been, been trying the, to do that? Have you been putting? <laughs> yeah, I know. You've been trying to make that a thing. Yep. Have you been putting intro music on these? Yeah. Have you yeah, really? Yeah, they have intro music. No, I mean not that one. Not the one from the the like the. Yeah, we have a, we have our fake one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it plays a little Iron Man. It does play like the yeah, yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, we play we play some of the trailer for the movie, and then yeah. Pretty much sometimes the whole time there's Iron Man music playing <laughs> underneath nice. To the point where you don't understand us talking. During the trivia <laughs> game on the Star Wars one, you yeah. put the cantina music. Did yeah. you put more stuff on Iron Man one or no? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Synergy. Cartoon theme. Yeah. Yeah. Synergy. This is Synergy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, the Synergy podcast. <laughs> you could be watching us live right now on, I don't yeah, know. Twitch. 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 <laughs> Because we're also playing Call of Duty. <laughs> we're playing Call of Duty and Animal Crossing on our phones. So yeah, we're doing 10 different podcasts right now. <laughs> Welcome to Countdown to Infinity for another sweet episode. My name is Emmanuel. I'm John. And I'm Andrew. And we've got a special guest. Special guest. Yes. We, sp- we spent maybe an hour talking about Amazon Prime. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it was good, great. And <laughs> let's just continue talking about it. <laughs> Let's do 10 more minutes of Amazon Prime. It's fucking great. Yeah. No, but our guest is Robert. Robert. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah he was, uh, for our, all you uh, ROTS listeners, he was on our Guardians 2 uh, episode. Booyah. Mm-hmm. So another Marvel movie already in the True. books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, uh, what do you think your favorite Marvel movie is? Like based off the two that you've seen already? <laughs> like just all of yeah. them. Yeah. Out of the two. Iron Man 1. Hold on. <laughs> Iron Man 2. Encompassing all the MCU and all of the other Marvel movies, X Men and other all time worldwide, you know, Universal, Man. all those favorite included. superhero movie. So in like, so like, Blades on the table now. Blades on, Blades the, table. Yeah. on the table. Nah, still yeah. DC, but still though. Yeah. Fantastic uh, Four. Fantastic, oh my gosh, the original one that never made the yeah, theater, the Roger Corman one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can pick. Which, you can pick Marvel movies that have never, <laughs> never been made. made. The Lundgren Punisher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the oh, we'll throw that in there too, or any movie you you want to make. Yeah. Uh, I think um, Winter Soldier probably. I know that's probably a favorite for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but that's a good one. Uh, I just yeah. appreciated the whole um, 
espionage field. It's not just typecast into just a superhero movie. A mm-hmm. spy yeah, movie. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. Political thriller. And honestly, <laughs> we're recording this in maybe the coldest days of the year. Very appropriate. Winter Soldier. I know that's why you probably listen to us like all of us are like congested because of like all the allergies and the cold. And Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. it's the worst Andrew's hooked up to an IV bag yeah, his yeah. arms amputated it's For just crazy it's the worst his, flu when it's full parka with the fur yeah. Yeah. and with everything with the furs it's the worst flu the boots with, with the, the fur, fur. <laughs> anyways welcome to Countdown to Infinity uh, before we start our episode I just want to tell you guys thank you for all of the support that you have and just a reminder to review the podcast um, and we're giving stuff away every single week go to facebook.com slash delphinpod and uh, yeah, we're giving away something for this episode too. So head over there, get something for free, and review it. Boom! Um, like, comment, subscribe. Boom. Yeah, keep it going. Share it also. Tell your friends about it. Yeah, I feel like nowadays that's how we should end every conversation. Is just hey, like, comment, and subscribe. Damn, <laughs> that'd be like, the worst. Comment, subscribe. Oh, <laughs> your uh, the police officer is like, all right, well, here's your ticket. <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe <laughs> to my podcast, police. Have you heard my podcast? Police, man. <laughs> we may have to take man. a fucking break because John's trying to open. Yeah, this water bottle he can't open. <laughs> you are going to come in over here. Uh, we might have to take <laughs> what the hell? There's a little. There's a little latch. Lock, yeah, locking mechanism. There's a lock right here. Yeah. Ah, yeah, got it. If you okay, all could just it. see all right, this, we can continue now. <laughs> John was about to die of thirst because he couldn't open the fucking. <laughs> I was getting ready to smack the. Yeah, the top. The table. <laughs> break it open. Yeah. Anyways, this week we are uh, we've done Iron Man one. Yes, we've done Incredible Hulk one. We uh, we've done Iron Man <laughs> two two. And uh, this time we're watching a movie that came out in 2011, Thor. Boom. It's not easy to do what you did. You made my man like a bunch of minimum wage mall cops. That's hurtful. Would you like to tell me where you received your training? Afghanistan? Chechnya? Who are you? (laughs) One of the two. Take it how it comes. Um, But Thor. Thor is uh, another... Uh, the first non oh no because Incredible Hulk was the first non Iron Man movie but like yeah. kind of people don't it's like what you said at the when we recorded that podcast like people didn't really think of that one as a part of the MCU um, it kind of threw them off whenever they saw um, Downey well, at the very end of it the past movies we've had previous iterations which have been either in cartoon or other live action oh, yeah, ones yeah, like Ang Lee totally, yeah. so now this is really the first one where like hey this is like I know the other ones have been risks obviously but this one's an even bigger risk. Kind of like the first Guardians, I guess, if you would. Because Guardians like kind of exploded everybody's mind. And like how far you can be uh, from Earth and still be in the MCU. So I think this one is the first one where like, oh man, I don't know how people are going to take it. You know, Thor never had a cartoon. He never Only had... Because like the concept you know, from Iron Man to Thor is super like yeah, yeah, very different. Like it's, it's jarring as hell. Thor is another origin movie mm-hmm. all leading up to this big old Avengers thing that they're doing. But yeah, what did you guys think of uh, Thor in general? Or were you excited to hear that they're making a Thor movie? Because to me, Thor is a little <laughs> silly, kind of he-man-y, kind of campy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. He's true. a strong dude who, uh, you know, kind of is ridiculous with all of his 
morals. Well, I'll go ahead and awkwardly segue into uh, I'm a big Thor fan, actually. Ooh, <laughs> a Thor yeah, fan. Thanks for putting yeah. I think it's the yeah. stupidest <laughs> thing ever. So as I a big Thor fan zip up my hoodie money? to hide my He-Man t-shirt. Nah, yeah. <laughs> Why did you bring a hammer from Home Depot? I, I know, exactly. <laughs> I'm ready to hammer out this podcast. Okay. Um, All right. <laughs> but yeah, so you're a huge fan of Thor. Yeah. This so. movie, uh, were you super excited that you were finally going to see it? Uh, yeah, I think I, I was excited to, to actually see it on screen. Also, at the same time, kind of worried of what it looked like. You know, you kind of can never tell how these things are going to work out. I mean, the other ones can be relatable, but well, I guess I don't know about the Hulk, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. it's Anger, hard to relate yeah. to this whole, you know, the whole God thing. And uh, just in general with the Norse mythology and just it just might seem like too much to have on screen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but. We just got done watching it again recently. Nice. Yeah, I I this was uh, I had a family member who really loved Thor. And I remember going to the movies to see it with him. Man, I don't even know how old I was. Uh but <laughs> it was something that was really cool. It's twenty eleven. I didn't know exactly how old you were. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I, I track twenty eleven from twenty eight. I was sixty two years old. Okay. <laughs> Fine, no rub time it in. To worry about math right now. I'm s- get- <laughs> I was sixty two. I was about to get my social security. <laughs> no, but I remember watching it and not knowing anything about Thor and coming away thinking, Man, this guy was really cool. Yeah. This movie was so different, kind real, kind of funny. It was like a, um, it was like a fish out of water movie, which we've seen a lot before. Yeah. Like an alien who's trying to figure out how a faucet works. Earth yeah. are easy. Yeah, know. but this was a really cool, <laughs> fun movie. And um, yeah, I mean, we'll talk. But so, what, what did you guys think when you watched the movie? What are your first impressions of Thor? Um, go ahead, Jeff. Wait. Oh. Um, oh, rock, wait, precision. <laughs> wait, everyone, get in here. Uh, I echo the. Um, I echo what Emmanuel just said, basically. It's like, it's, um, I'm like Rob here, like, you know, growing up, I, um, and reading various Marvel comics, I was never really into the Thor aspect of those Avengers comics growing up, even like, you know, reading the big one that just got me into it, like, and stuff like that, like, you know, um, because I was always a DC guy growing up. So Marvel Zombies, whenever that hit, like, you know, in early high school and stuff like that, and, you know, Taking a look at those, well, and like the Ultimates, the Ultimates, like where, he wrecks, where he wrecks Hulk, and like that's when you get one of those really, really badass, badass Thor, Thor scenes, moments. Yeah. And so, like reading those, like it was kind of weird because you can't. It's like what you, what Rob said, like you don't know how that's going to work on screen because, like the the concept so far in the Marvel universe has been like you know realistic and relatable, kind of like the way you know Nolan set up his Batman movies because you can tell that like you know Iron Man's technology while far-fetched can can exist in you know the, the real world mm. um when you take like a, a an actual character who's an, an an actual god like a demigod a norse god and then bring him down to earth and set him in a modern story that's like a lot of risk that you're taking there so i was really surprised and you know not coming away i had the, basically the same thing like you know the, the character is drawn like you know like the you know sleeveless has like this metal helmet a big red cape and this hammer and he talks in like you know victorian language I didn't know how that was going to work. Um, watching the movie, it was it was really enjoyable. Like for the time being, like we we just watched it again. We you said that we just watched it beforehand. And it was it hasn't. I don't know if it's aged too well, but it's not like you know it's still not boring and it's really fun. Mm. And so I was really pleasantly surprised, and that got me into the actual. This movie was my introduction into the Thor character, like going forward. So I thought it was great, right? And uh, I mean, it's it, John pretty much hit it on the head where. Um, it's basically just like your intro into what Thor is, I guess. It, it's supposed to give you just a little tiny slice of what his life and his mythology and his backstory is. And I think this movie really does it well, especially with like Kenneth Branagh coming from like a Shakespearean type of like a movie maker you know, or a, a filmmaker. Um, so I, I think it, his heart was in the right place. And I mean, look, 
I know now it's it's uh, been what seven years since the movie came out, but um, it's actually held up pretty well, and I was still having uh, a lot of fun with um, seeing how far it's come and seeing like, oh man, like you know, I can't believe Agent Sintwell's you know in Hydra and he's there watching over Mjolnir's hammer. So you're able to put that together, being able to watch you know all these movies um now but uh yeah i mean even on its own introducing like stuff like hawkeye where it's his first appearance so um incorporating you know nick fury uh, in in there and uh, agent colson and you have the warriors three and sif and you know you keep going with big additions like anthony hopkins where you never thought you'd see such a legendary actor you know participating in something like this um but uh and then it also sets up with one of the uh probably marvel's best villain to date because um you know they don't kill him off they kill off everybody else but loki stayed and he was obviously the villain in the avengers and stuff so i think there are a lot of good elements about the movie but um it is it's just that the marvel cinematic universe plays off of this and they're able to do much better things because of it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah definitely definitely. Uh, I, I think uh i i was i kind of sat down with the guys and we watched it again because I, I hadn't seen the movie since it came out in 2011 wow so. Yeah, it just definitely was a little bit more of a. As I saw it, it was like, okay, I remember all this coming back to me right now. But it was good to get a refresher. Uh, but I think the it was interesting to see how now people are criticizing a lot of the movies that are coming out right now that oh, there's too much humor in and all that stuff. But Thor actually had a good amount of humor in there that they joke around a lot. Uh, but I, I think just just the acting again, like Andrew was saying, you know, Anthony Hopkins, like I couldn't imagine anybody else playing Odin uh, yeah. for how great a performance he does with it, even though it's not very heavily involved in the rest of the films. But uh, Thor and, and Loki, uh, I think they did a great job of duplicating what they do in the comics where Loki's constantly uh, double-crossing Thor and uh, being against him and Thor still mm-hmm. almost like an abuse victim, can't stop going back to him and just because it's his brother, he can't let him down. But I think they did a... a it still holds up, like Andrew was saying, mm-hmm. for, for being this old, which... In retrospect, it doesn't really seem that old. It's only been, you know, seven years. But it still it still holds up, I think. I think yeah, I think job. this movie was really cool because it has a lot of... Um, because comic books are a lot of archetypes, like a good guy who has to learn a lesson, yeah. which happens in this movie. You know, it's, it's Thor who is uh, supposed to be the king but is kind of foolhardy and maybe too quick to yeah. fight. And they say it all the time that he thinks like a warrior. Or yeah. He doesn't yeah. see the bigger picture. He's just like, oh, let's go attack these people and yeah. shake them down almost, you know? And it's cool to have that as kind of the main driving force for the main character and have him have to come to Earth without any of his powers. Yeah. And it's, it's almost, almost like a, a coming of age yeah. story almost, but it's weird because it's a grown-ass man. Right? I think it's the only way to do a movie like this because, uh, or to do a movie with a superhero like this because... Instead of a normal origin movie where it's someone who has no power finds the power, it's the opposite. He's yeah. had this crazy power all along, and in this origin movie, he loses it, and he's got to get back. Yeah, he's got to get it back, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, how uh, do you elevate the god? You got to make him a king or whatever. You yeah, know? so that's what yeah. he's like striving for or whatever. And it's so n- neat to see um, something in this movie that we kind of had a problem with, I think, with Iron Man 2, the last one, which is these little elements of... Um, I guess adventures that yeah, they kind of like sprinkle it. in, introducing Hawkeye, the yeah. Universe, yeah, and you know this big story that they're gonna resolve later on that they kind of sprinkle in. But this movie, it didn't feel as 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 heavy handed as it did in Iron Man two. Everything felt natural, even introducing Hawkeye, talking about you know Loki and all of the things in Odin's 
throne room and yeah. introducing the Marvel Cinematic Universe to the galaxy and to all these realms and all these possibilities. It it felt supernatural yeah. and it and it not supernatural, but it felt <laughs> it's, Super, it, yeah, it yeah. felt it didn't feel Both. rushed and it didn't feel like there was a portfolio that someone whipped open and said, "Here are the." It, it was really Here is cool where things to, are going to see how it worked out because I mean Hawkeye definitely was very subtle. You know he was in there. Mm-hmm. He, he could have easily been some random agent, uh, but I, I think I'm kind of also seen it on screen too. We were watching the special features on the DVD and stuff, but uh, I do remember like San Diego Comic Con before they f- went shooting and they debuted the throne there and uh, they had the hammer and the mm-hmm. helmets yeah. on on display there and it was just like. Oh my gosh! This is like gonna happen. It's, it's, it's gonna come out, and and it just I think it's just crazy to see how far we've come now, but still being able to remember like man, that's this is gonna be huge when it comes out, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be huge. Uh, but uh, I think they, I think huge. this was oh huge. yeah. Speaking <laughs> of huge, <laughs> let's talk about Hemsworth, uh, Chris yeah. Hemsworth, who was cast and is Thor now. I can't imagine, yeah. and he's gone yeah. through. Else, yeah, now he's gone through different iterations, but this was his. His premiere as his premiere is yeah the, yeah this was his first they, time on they, screen they, as yeah, Thor. Yeah. How do you guys think he he did? He's still pretty fresh yeah. in Hollywood at the time, yeah. and um, I remember when he got cast, it was like, "Who's that guy?" He was <laughs> yeah. from Star Trek. Yeah. He was yeah. Captain Kirk's dad, and that's Captain it. Kirk's dad. That's what everyone. And was then like, he got swole. Yeah. Yeah, he so, ate a burger. Well, and then he 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 discouraged John Krasinski from being Captain America. Oh, wow, interesting. <laughs> yeah, he's kept, he saw Chris Hemsworth fill out that Thor costume. He's like, God damn, I can can't measure up to that. And he's I'm, like, out. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Well, he so, I think he did. He plays a good job at being almost that that silly kind of uh, like one sided guy, almost like naive. Yeah, uh, to a mm-hmm. fault. Uh, but th- this is probably the best film in terms of getting the most out of the character or seeing the most for the Thor character and, and with them having three films, this is crazy how this is like the deepest they delve into his character and his background, all his mm-hmm. uh, yeah. p- pieces that tie into him, like the Warriors three and Lady Sif and all that stuff. And, and I was noticing too, it felt like it was like the most they've shown of Asgard, even, even though Ragnarok was pretty heavily filmed in Asgard, yeah. it definitely felt like this was a way bigger view of what's going yeah, on. There. The movie started there. It started in this other world, and we saw Anthony Hopkins and we got to see this whole cool world. And I think that really played to the benefit of the movie because it was, yeah, I mean, it yeah, it gave you some context. Yeah, and, I mean, we saw a little bit, like he was saying on the Blu-ray, some of the extras where they, um, how they went out of their way to, to make them all sets, you know? Oh, yeah, so it, like a lot of the stuff that I thought was like CG, like especially all the Asgard sets were yeah. actually real. Yeah, like yeah. All that so shit, like I think the only thing we noticed that wasn't real was the Jotunheim, but Jotunheim, yeah. obviously, you know, you need to break stuff apart and all that stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, it's just, just goes to show that, I mean, Kenneth Branagh, again, he's a little bit more of a traditional filmmaker and he wants to get that performance out of his actor. So, in order to do that, you have to make it as real as possible, you know? Well, let's talk about Kenneth Branagh. So, he's won an Oscar. I've wa- I remember in school having to watch Hamlet. Which is like a seven-hour movie I that know, he made. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's a he's a real actor. He's an actor, and he's yeah, also Harry Potter. <laughs> he's a real actor. Gilderoy Lockhart. But he is not someone you, I would have pegged to make a Marvel movie. No, mm. I think that that was most of the draw from most of the cast. The dude Loveless like, is gonna make. Yeah, me and Drew heard that like back in the day. We're just like, what? Kenneth Branagh? like 
the guy who like played Gilroy yeah. Lockhart and like Loveless, Loveless from like Wild fucking Wild Loveless. But he has a lot of clout, and if you look at this movie, Natalie Portman agreed to be in it. Because um, Anthony in Hopkins it, yeah. agreed to be in well, it. Because it sounds weird on paper. Like if you've never seen anything, like you're just like, oh, they're making a movie on the superhero Thor. You're already like, okay, that's weird. But yeah. then you hear like Kenneth Branagh's making it. You're just like, wait, what the fuck? Like, and yeah, I remember weird. watching this movie and seeing which we uh, previewed last time the Dutch angles and a lot of the things yeah. that he oh uses. God. Yeah, a lot in his lot, movies. Yeah, it, it, there's so many in this film. <laughs> yeah. And it sort of made me realize, like, man, they still let him do whatever, like, the movie he kind of wanted mm-hmm. to make. I know there was a lot of probably Marvel intrusion. Reaching down. And, yeah. yeah. But he really got to to have a lot of fun. Um, I know one of the things he likes to do with actors is go off script and let them improvise. And one of the biggest moments of the film when Odin uh, banishes uh, Thor, Thor. Mm -hmm. that's all, a lot of that is uh, improvised. He just said, you know what? We're just going to turn the cameras on. Anthony Hopkins, you're a great actor. I trust you. Let's just just say what you want to say. We saw a take like that too, where he's like, hey, do that. I mean, it just, we were just in awe. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. yeah. It It seems so powerful. And everyone's crying and everyone's like, something very simple. He's like, do that, but let it break break your heart. Yeah. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, exactly. So let it break your heart. Oh man. Okay. But I think that, this oh, this was a big was thing a for it's a, such a big thing for Marvel to to go out and try to get Kenneth Branagh, but I think they pitched it to him very well too. They said this is basically a Shakespeare play. This is Henry V. This is a king who or or, or a, a would be king who has to prove himself. And for Kenneth Branagh, he was probably like, "Oh, that's cool. I already did Hamlet and yeah. all these other." <laughs> I have a little great bit stuff. of background experience. About nothing. Yeah. yeah, just like all this like movies. So Obvious. I think it's really cool to have him on and, and it and it, it looking now at all of the other directors that they've entrusted. It's a mix of people who have a lot of clout, who have won awards, who people love, and a lot of like fresh faces who um, can breathe new life into things. Well, even then, like even in terms of like coming from Shakespeare, this movie is structured very differently from the other Thor movies. Like this one is very like, you know, you said it had a lot of humor and stuff and it does, but the parts were like the emotion is stronger are very serious. Yeah. Like you, know, like, you, you can mm-hmm. tell that those two actors, whether it be Hemsworth or like um, Hiddleston, like they're literally acting their asses off, like on that yeah. part. Like it's pretty crazy. They're acting for their jobs. Yeah. yeah. Well, mean, let's I'm talk not about a bad thing, yeah, yeah. but it's just like you know when you see like you know that last scene where b- before they start fighting, because then it goes kind of a little downhill. But um, you know when they're ex- having that dialogue exchange, like you know Hiddleston is actually crying and stuff while yeah. he's like delivering yeah. his dialogue, and it's just like man, that's pretty awesome. Like mm-hmm. that's a really great like little little touch there. And it's hard to do because these characters in co- in comic books really play fairly two dimensional. Where you know they're gods, or they're and then like a villain, like a hero, yeah, or a villain. hero and yeah. villain. Yeah. So it's really cool to have that happen here. Let's talk about the villain, um, uh, Loki. Loki, Loki, pretty sweet. He Loki. he is yeah. act, he's probably one of the favorites of all of the Marvel For universe, sure. well, character yeah, wise. He, he's still alive. They're to never going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> he's big I hope time. So goddamn nope. it, Infinity War might be the if day. Thanos, might be yeah, time. kills him in front of everybody. I'm sure people <sighs> will cry. He's always treading that line between good and evil. But this yeah. is our introduction to him, and he's the god of mischief. And it it was it was uh yeah this was our and Huddleston does a good job oh yeah he, a great job yeah. he auditioned for Thor mm. and he to got be Loki. Thor yeah mm. they have there's actual video of him with like blonde hair long blonde hair with yeah. the hammer you know interesting yeah very Seamless different Thor yeah. Um, yeah let's talk about the rest of the cast Natalie Portman um, Skarsgård what's his name Stellan Stellan Skarsgård all great actors yeah Cat Dennings uh, great Cat Dennings great actors great actors. A one, she's, she's hot, cool. Basically. Yeah. she's really cool. Uh, the Jamie human Alexander, Jamie Alexander, uh, yeah, um, Idris Elba, Idris Elba's Elba. Elba. in this. Ray yeah. Stevenson, Ray, Ray Stevenson, Stevenson, Punisher, yeah. 
It's like uh, they who's his mom. And <laughs> Rene Russo. Rene, Rene Russo. Russo, yeah, definitely. A lot, lot of lot of big names in here. Yeah, um, a lot actually. That's pretty cool. I think Kenneth Branagh was the draw. Like I think all of sure. them actually said yeah. that on the special features. They, they were all definitely Wawa West fans. So yeah, yeah. yeah. apparently we're the producers too. They yeah. like Will the Smith is in this movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wish the Wild Wild West, um, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Are you going to get to the actual? Production no, let's talk design? about Wild Wild oh, West. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, the production design. Is <laughs> that's because, a new like, podcast. The thing is, like, um, this is all cool and dandy and stuff. Like they made they made every um. There's three. Three different locations in this movie. There's Jotunheim, there's Asgard, and there's Earth. New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. New Mexico. Uh, there, <laughs> we keep talking about Wild West, but the style. fact is because like <laughs> the producers on on the Blu-ray were, were explaining that like they they mo- modeled this New Mexican town to you know be modeled off of Asgard, like the way the structure, like you know the the, the way the architecture in the sky, looks. and then it's like the I- the island in the desert or whatever. But I didn't get that at all. And like, and then they start thinking, of, they, they start talking about like actual like wild west things. I was like, I'm thinking wild 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 west. There's like, a big yeah. spider uh, <laughs> well, machine. Like, how many towns do you see now? I mean, I'm not sure because I haven't been like all over Texas or anything like that. But like, you know, like just literally a town with like a one street going right in the middle of it. Yeah, the main like, street. Well, I mean, even the town they used for it, they said that was the same set from Three Ten to Yuma. Three Ten to Yuma. So it was an which, actual Western yeah, town that they converted cool. into, like you know. And to yeah. see that turn into like basically a small. Modern. Almost Texas town, but yeah. it's, I mean it's from New Mexico, New obviously. Mexico. But I mean, but still, fight scene in there with they do. Alien destroyer. Everyone like <laughs> runs out. <laughs> like, Everyone get inside, y'all. Yeah. Spaghetti western. Yeah, which is one of the problems I do have with the film, though. Let's yeah, well, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about. Kind of weird. We were talking about uh, Loki as a villain, but he's only one of the villains. Yeah, there's movie. a couple in here. There yeah. is a there's a there's an actual villain on Earth, and then there's the Frost yeah, Giant. Loki. Yeah. Who I thought was Liam Neeson. <laughs> if you close your eyes, I, I was like, "Is that Liam Neeson?" It could be a few I, people. I thought it was Ivan Ooze from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We thought it was Piccolo from Piccolo from okay, Dragon Ball Evolution. Evolution. Yeah, you guys are just racist towards <laughs> towards makeup towards frost giants. Irish. Apparently, I thought it was Yondu. Yeah, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so so he's one of them. What do you guys the, think about the frost giant? I know it's huge in Norse, not Norse mythology, but in that world. They, yeah. they do go to it a lot in the comics. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they did a good job. I mean, for the short time they had on, on scene and we were joking around, it seemed like a lot of the budget went towards that one scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Monica, oh, yeah. It really did, right? Yeah, John said as the movie progresses, you can tell that the budget's running out. Yeah. <laughs> so like, in, like the totally destroyer can. scene. Yeah, because like the biggest fight scene is at the beginning and then it starts getting smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller yeah. as the movie gets on. Well, yeah. and, and then there's that def- defender. What is that thing? Destroyer. Called? Destroyer. Yeah, and destroyer. that's that's the, one of the problems that you have with the film. Because destroyer is definitely one of uh, the Thor's greatest villains, right up there with Loki and all that stuff. And and it just how it seemed getting handled in a matter of like 15 minutes. <laughs> it was sort yeah. of a weird thing because I remember thinking like, what is it that is it because he wants to defend the town and then he dies that they decide oh now you're worthy yeah yeah is that like kind of the thing like, i guess it is seems it jesus that, yeah, yeah i guess it seems that he's willing to give his life to wow. save the people who For something bigger than him yeah, yeah that yeah. he should have no allegiance to but i guess that makes I was him a hero. That too. he knows he doesn't have his power he's just gonna yeah. die yeah he's yeah, go gonna down run to over the there common folk and then as soon as you're a good common folk you're get on out of there, there. <laughs> which is uh problem number two i have because he they, learned his lesson in a day. They, uh, they definitely, well, that too, that, that's pretty quick. But um, they kind of have the same issue that they do in the comics right now with Thor, where they take away his hammer and then automatically he's just some normal guy when he's still a god of thunder. Like he says, super strength and speed and, uh, you know, just 
he's still a guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we see yeah. that a little bit of that in Ragnarok too. Yeah, where yeah. they're just like, "Hey, the hammer's not it's you," you know, broken. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Gonzo. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And, and I get maybe because it's still early on in his journey, maybe that's why it, it seems like that. But mm-hmm. that's true. Um, it's just a weapon. Yeah, but I, I mean, he can do things with it. But still, he's still the god of thunder. And it is something in the comics also that as soon as he lost his hammer, he just kind of became some just background like, character and it's just like, man, he's, he's, there's still Thor, man. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. His kryptonite is not having his hammer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's weak again. He's it's all hammerless. downhill from there. Yeah. Well, and, and I really appreciated how they uh, really drove a lot of this narrative forward because um, the humans on earth that find him are scientists and they're able to really talk about whatever we call yeah. wormholes and yeah. Yeah, Einstein Rosenbridge or something like that. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, Which is pretty cool. They, they kind of high like level stuff. They, I don't they, know. At yeah. least they try to like map this. This is another big change from like, I don't know if this isn't cause I'm not really familiar with the Thor comics, but mm-hmm. from what I got from it, this is a big change because like, you know, the, the characters are kind of treated almost like aliens or extraterrestrials in the comics, but they're still kind of, they, they're a little bit more recognized as deities yeah. than they are in this movie. In this movie, they're literally trying aliens. to aliens them. As like you know, just strong race of humanoid aliens that came to Earth, which is not a that's not a bad thing because that's how you kind of modernize things. But I was expecting more on like the fantasy yeah, side. They like, say you know, it like three or four times in this movie where they're like, "Hey, <clears throat> science and magic. This is the where the place where it's the same thing." Yeah, yeah. and I think that's they what Feige was saying like too, because like in the interviews going on, like everyone was kind of asking Feige, like, "How's this movie gonna work? Like, is this Lord of the Rings like with with Iron Man in the background?" Yes, and then like <laughs> he was like, "Well, he's like." We don't know the science of like of as guardians and stuff like that, so they could be like an actual science. Yeah, it's just it. it's just context. Yeah, it's well, maybe how we just how we explain that stuff, but mm-hmm. they think it's just a bird with with a bird with wings. That's every bird, <laughs> a horse with wings. <laughs> well, I think they did actually a good job in it, uh, in the film covering a lot of information and covering a lot of ground. And and I kind of made a comment to the guys too that I feel like the movie's going fast. It's like pretty, they, they, they cover a lot of ground very quickly. But uh, that's a problem they have in the comics as well, that um, there's so much to explain about the, the Norse mythology and just about Thor in general and the Nine Realms and the Living Tree and all that stuff. And, and so even in the comics, when they have issues to get out, they can explain all this over issues or a story arc. That can still seem like cumbersome and, and way too much. And I think the the movie did a great job of like, hey, we'll use these characters to provide exposition and kind of move things along and yeah. kind of help explain things of how we would rationalize if this actually happened to us here on earth. It was a great test because this, uh, the next movie that we're going to talk about is captain America, which is all grounded on earth and not just earth, an old, old version of earth, but it's, it's a great test to see how the audience would react to such a heavy amount of new information and basically the galaxy or the yeah, universe like open-mindedness i guess yeah, yeah and, it, and i think yeah i mean and, and think about like two years ago or last year when dr strange comes out and that requires a very open mind yeah yeah or a person the size of an ant <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, exactly. so this is a this was a great test and really pushed the envelope um but cool we're gonna take our very first break when we come back we'll have our trivia game and then we'll talk a little bit more about the movie Yeah. All right. Kisses. You're so nasty. Well, uh, welcome back. Uh, I know you guys. (laughs) 
you guys heard all of that. But uh, we're doing our 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 patented, copyrighted, <laughs> only this countdown to infinity podcast can do it. <laughs> our uh, our Marvel uh, trivia game. So we use an app and a game website called Kahoot. And uh, I'm going to read a question, and I'll read the four different answers out loud. And uh, all of the guys on the podcast get to vote on what they think is the correct answer. But it's a little different. It doesn't matter if you answer it right, but if you answer it quick, oh, it does matter. But if you, yeah. get it, if, you, yeah. if you get it right sooner, if you get it right faster, yeah. you get more points. Faster. So, so, yeah. nice. But if you get it wrong, you don't get anything. Um, the, the, the players <laughs> today are... Bobby De Niro. Hello. These these shoes. These shoes. <laughs> uh, J Money. Ching. And A Nasty. Ooh yeah. <laughs> A lot of people Ooh. with no who don't want to say their first yeah. names except for Bobby De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, let's get started uh, with yeah. Countdown to Infinity. I didn't have any pictures, but it's yeah. a podcast. It's you a real cool. So you can't hear the yeah. pictures. <laughs> when M- Anthony Hopkins first saw Hemsworth in the Thor costume, he said what? Did he say, you're bigger than my house? God, there's no acting required here. Nice hair, or I want you to be my Holy son shit. in real life. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did he say, I want you to be my son in real life? What did Anthony Hopkins say? Ah. Who did that one, John? Fuck yeah, you, John. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah. So, Anthony Hopkins, when he first saw Helmsworth in his, in his costume, he said, oh, there's no acting required here. Because he's <laughs> ripped. Hot. <laughs> Let's see who's winning. So, Jay Money. Jay Money. Number one so far. After one question, he wanted the uh, real son, (laughs) my (laughs) real son. Now, (laughs) I know that's a bummer for his his actual son. That's a good one. All right, here we go. Question number two: In the film, Thor's hammer lands in New Mexico. Where else does it land in the comic books? Does it land in Oklahoma, Texas, New York, or Utah? What other place does Thor's hammer? Land. I have no clue. What's Thor's hammer's name? What is it? Oh man, John was that you again? That was me. It oh, actually it lands in Oklahoma in one of the comic books. Are you sure? I it feel like sure that's does. Where Asgard is. No, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right on that. Okay. I'm totally. Yeah, I mean, I don't awesome. know. I just used the internet, <laughs> <laughs> so none of these can be right. I just straight up made it up, baby. <laughs> Fake news. You know, it technically lands in New York all the time. Anyways, Jay Money. Wow, hey, two for ass. two, <laughs> whooping everyone's butt. Everyone else has zero. That's John, right? Yeah. Okay. Nah, totally me. Or is Jay that Money. Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. Jennifer Lopez is playing from, from her house. Block. Jenny from the block. Yep. She is in In Living Color as a fly girl. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, so in the film, question number three. In the film, it is said Odin lost his eye in battle, but in Norse mythology, how does he actually lose his eye? Is it fighting Thor in his sleep, searching the stars for his sons, or to gain cosmic wisdom? Fuck. How does Odin lose his eye in real Norse mythology? I don't know this one either. I'm going to lose Rob, this one. Rob, you should get this one because you're uh, dressed up as a Viking right now. <laughs> I got yeah. that one again, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I lost. He uh, he loses his eye to gain cosmic wisdom. I don't know what that means. But he gained it. But he gained it with by losing his eye. Um, yeah, and speaking of losing... Andrew. Andrew, no questions yet. While John has gotten three in a row. John has pulled away. away. Yeah, He's pulling good. out. He's pulled out. King. He's pulled out and he's pulling away. He's yeah. the pullout king with 12 sons. Yeah. Just keep, on, <laughs> keep on tugging. All right. Which filmmakers were not considered to helm the Thor movie? Well, we just talked about this. Earlier. Not considered. So is it David Goyer, John Favreau, Sam Raimi, or Matthew Vaughn? Which um, filmmaker was not considered? Oh, snap. Yeah, John Favreau. Yeah, That's crazy. Favreau. David oh, yeah, Goyer. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. No, Sam Raimi was oh, he the was like the first guy. guy they yeah. Was he really? Yeah. yeah. 
Man, I was not paying attention. Who would you that guys want? Like the goofiest. Which of the which <laughs> yeah. of these would have been a good um, Thor movie? Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn would have been the best earlier. one, I think. I've been. I think he probably would have. Yeah, probably would have knocked it out of the party a little bit harder than yeah. Branagh. No like, offense to Branagh, but like just Matthew Vaughn has. And I think everyone made show. a. Everyone ended up making a superhero movie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah David yeah. Gordon. You know, attached DC, to Ghost Rider, DC, Ghost Rider, Sam Raimi, Spider Man, Ghost Rider. I don't care what anyone says, is the best. Superhero movie about a guy with a skull who rides a motorcycle. Uh, True. Yeah, Starring Eva right? Mendes. In my opinion, <laughs> best one. Idris Elba was in the second one too. Yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. Uh, sadly. Okay. <laughs> I think it's mathematically impossible for me to win now. No, uh, there's you? still a chance. I don't think so. There's 800. I'm just questions. gonna give up. I'm leaving. This, okay. is, this is a 10-hour quiz. <laughs> yeah, so you have stop time. sucking. Yeah. Here we go. That's who turned down? <laughs> which of these actors turned down the role of Odin? Was it Patrick Stewart, Mel Gibson, Morgan Freeman, or Michael Caine? Oh Patrick Stewart. Oh Which of these actors turned down the role of Odin? Um, I don't know. I guess on this one as well. You have a... Uh, All a right. Oh, everyone. Mel Gibson. Yeah. And that then, sucks. Uh, that would have been horrible. And then Mel Gibson realized there were Jewish people working yeah, on the set. I was going to say, he probably had somebody he was worried uh, about. He boom. Damn it. I'm just kidding, guys. Mel Gibson, great guy. Made Passion of the Christ. Best Loves movie ever. Made bad, bad mistakes. Yeah, great guy. Bad great guy. guy. Yeah. Good guy. Both Lethal sides. Weapon. They were bad people on both sides of that. All right. <laughs> uh, wow, Bobby De Niro, you're on fire. On fire. Uh, Andrew, you got one right, Andrew. I did it. You're on the board, baby. Yeah. Here we go. Some of the sets in the small town are also used in what film? Oh, man. Is it Tombstone, Mars Attack, oh. Silverado, or Django Unchained? Man. You guys almost spoiled it earlier, but I was like, nah, I don't think that's yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah, we did. We did. Tombstone. Maybe you were using the same site. Yeah, yeah maybe, but I totally did, still got it wrong. It's Silverado. <laughs> Django Unchained. Django Unchained. <laughs> it wasn't even around. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think you're just a fan of that movie yeah. because yeah. of the that's use exactly of right. that word. Yeah, the movie is a good movie. of Silverado and like and, uh, humor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was going to put Tombstone was my next choice. <laughs> uh, Sweet. Yeah. Well, John oh, Steele, yeah, number, sure, like, number one with a bullet. Number one with a bullet. Here we go. You're halfway through. How many visual effects shots are in this film? Are there 1,309, 245, 732, oh <laughs> or 512? Oof. I know you guys look uh, at the receipts wow. for these movies. <laughs> one 1,309 effect shots in this movie. I mean, Asgard, I think. Yeah. Every shot in Asgard. And then every shot on uh, New Mexico. New Mexico is not a real place. <laughs> All that is fake, yeah. guys. The whole thing. You ever seen a town like that? <laughs> no, I haven't. Thousand three hundred and nine, definitely. So no one won that one. So the streak ends for everyone. But uh, John's still up there, but not, not too far away from Bobby De Niro. Sure it's, it's <laughs> a real far. winner, a real raging bull. Uh, so who was favored to play Loki in the original production? Was it Matt Damon, Nicolas Cage, Jim Carrey, or Joaquin Phoenix? Oh, shit. Oh, man. This is definitely Who was favored to play Loki? I don't know. I guess on this one also. Ooh. Jim Carrey, it's got to be. Oh. Ew, yeah, really? it was Jim Carrey. Wow. wow. That was Obviously, guessing also. after the mask, they were like, this guy. True, this yeah. This guy's got it. This guy's got it. <laughs> this guy, this guy's, guy's, guy's a trickster. 12 well, years right, later, this guy's going like, to The mask is like Loki's mask, right? Like, and Matt Damon was is. in... Um, yeah. Was did play Loki and Ragnarok? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's why I put it. Spoiler, baby. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Can you imagine Nicolas Cage as Loki? No, that would no. Be so ridiculous. But he could look like it though. I could yeah. see that with those uh, pull it the off extensions. Yeah. <laughs> the hammers in the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> We're gonna have to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> God, I bet he just has it in his house now. 
I bet we don't even have the room. We don't even have it. <laughs> no. It's not in the he library of Congress. He's, set he's got it. <laughs> he's got the real one, maybe. Yeah. Um, sweet. So here, next question. Nothing's changed. Stalemate. John's still in the lead. <laughs> Bobby De Niro and A Nasty coming up the rear. A nasty little girl. <laughs> okay. So in in Indonesia, this was the first film to what? Be released in home video before theaters? Be released in IMAX? Contain the word God or star Anthony Hopkins? I think I'm gonna click this one. <laughs> you guys Anthony you guys Hopkins. you guys fans of Indonesia? No. I'm just kidding. You guys all got it wrong. Indonesia, this is the first film <laughs> wow. ever. It was released in home video before in theaters. Wow. Why? They did things backwards there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, the toilets flush backwards. Yeah. Uh, flies are in the water and fish are in the air. Oh, man, that'd be so crazy. Super Mario World. <laughs> yeah, we got to keep Indonesians out of America. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Sorry, I'm just Indonesian listeners. I know we have a ton of Indonesian listeners. Yeah. You guys are listening yeah, on your... get this on tape before you listen to it on the podcast. They oh, listen man. to us on their rides into work on their elephants. Jesus Christ. I'm just joking, guys. <laughs> I'm not racist. I am. I'm Indonesian. There's no way for you yeah, not to you know that. You guys can't see, but he is pretty Indonesian. I'm on an elephant right now. Gotcha. <laughs> this is the last Marvel film to uh, a, or not a, a cameo comic book writers cast an Academy Award winner be shot entirely in 35 millimeter film or be shot in New Mexico. This is the yeah. last Marvel film to what? Oh. It's the last Marvel movie. Oh, you guys really? haven't gotten the last three right. I know. This is yeah, the last Marvel movie. Streak. Last Marvel movie to be shot in on film. Um, kind of a who picked uh, shot in New Mexico? I did. That's kind of true, but technically, the end of Iron Man two was the beginning of Thor, <laughs> which was shot in New Mexico. Yeah, crazy. Nothing's changed. You, uh, these Are questions these, have really stumped you. All the <laughs> other ones have been shot digitally, uh, or uh, some of them have been or shot. Some, or, uh, some okay, of it. Cool. Yeah, not entirely. But yeah, definitely. God, John's questioning the questions. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Who, who was not considered to be cast in the role of Thor? Tom Hardy, Liam Hemsworth, Brad Pitt, or Channing Tatum? Mm. A lot of hunks on here. That is, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of... I don't know. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Tom Hardy was not considered, but everything everyone else was. In fact, I think Liam Hemsworth and Chris Hemsworth they tried out. were the finalists. Mm-hmm. They were the last two to be chosen. They're like, we got to take one of your members of your family... They flipped a coin. Who's coming? We can't have nepotism up yeah. in this. Why didn't they just full house it like uh, the Everywhere Olsen twin? I know that would have been sweet. They just had them, you know? Incidentally, the Olsen twin ends up becoming Scarlet Witch. <laughs> or no, Elizabeth. Yeah, it's the other Olsen. Oh. <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's a third twin? <laughs> that makes them like triplets. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We're twins plus one. Yeah. Triplets. <laughs> Lino's going to do all the stunt work. That's what he could have yeah, done. Dang. Yeah. Just to get on. You know, they probably couldn't afford Brad Pitt. <laughs> Damn. Don't you yeah. think? Yeah, I can. He would have asked that. for a lot. Yeah. Channing Tatum. Possibly. Channing Tatum. Yeah. I don't know if he would yeah. pull he, off that. I don't think he was a big enough guy yet, so he could have definitely been. He was only in similar. Honey. I don't what think he would step like, up. No, the thing is, like, I don't think he could have pulled off the, the accent or, like, any, just the, the performance. Oh, it would have been all country yeah. sounding? He's too, like, uh, Midwestern, too kind of American. Americana. Yeah, he has twang. He's a big twang. I saw Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, wow, it's getting closer. Bobby De Niro coming up behind you. You I'm don't ever you, Jay Money. Oh. <laughs> don't ever let Robert De Niro behind you. Yeah. <laughs> that Jesus. Sounds, I know. That sounds especially odd. after all this Harvey Weinstein stuff. Oh god! All right. There it is. 
We've now offended all of the Indonesians <laughs> harassed by Harvey Weinstein. God. Here we go. Question 12. Who stated that it was his dream to play Odin? Was it Liam Neeson, Ralph Fiennes, Stan Lee, or Kenneth Branagh? His uh, dream to wow. play Odin. Dream? Yeah, like he wanted to play Odin. It's crazy. I'm going to have to go with an answer. And I know this because I inceptioned this person. Oh, man. Wow. Wow, you all pick Liam Neeson. Really? Yeah, Stan Lee. It's uh, the role he wanted to play is Odin. He always Ooh. wanted to be Odin. But of course. That would have been horrible. I know. That would have been, been the worst. No. So many no. liver spots Excelsior. on Odin. Oh. God. Yeah. For Asgard, <laughs> I think this is this is the this is the this is the first quiz where you guys have gotten a ton of them wrong. I know, yeah, yeah, I know. yeah it's going yeah. terribly. This is going so bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> Turn it off. So there's still a chance for uh, Bobby D to, to hey, come nasty up. He could go on a run right now and take. Yeah, us if all I, down. I have to get all of them right, you know, second, and we have to get them wrong and double get double points taken off. Or yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna start answering fast. Yeah, <laughs> just don't look. Just click. Ready. What was the secret production name for Thor? The secret production name. Was it Manhattan, God of Thunder, Thundercats, or Big Blonde? Is Manhattan not spelled right? No, no it is not, not spelled right. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't put that against me. I don't know how to spell Manhattan. <laughs> Boom. That means it's that one. <laughs> it's true. It is. God, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I misspelled it because it's the right answer. Yep. Yeah, it was a hit. You're trying to give Andrew the... <laughs> Yeah, Andrew picked this one. <laughs> yeah, leave me alone. Manhattan. I'm in second place. I think, Manhattan I think was the had name. this been named Thundercats as a secret production, that would have brought more attention. Like, to it, yeah. Thundercats is getting a movie. <laughs> and then God of Thunder is soup. You know what that is. Big Blonde. Sounds like a porno. A porno. <laughs> but so could have uh, God of Thunder. We're shooting Big Blonde in New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> in an apartment complex. Yeah. Casting couch. There's still a chance if John gets it wrong and yeah. Bobby De Niro gets it right. If he gets it right, though. It's all it's over. It's all over. Here we go. Here we a, go. Lot of, a lot of, it's all a lot over of excitement. The, crying. the crowd's going crazy. <laughs> you heard it? <laughs> you heard that? They squeaked. <laughs> they Last question. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins was also considered for which other superhero film role? Transformers. Was it Uncle Ben in Spider-Man? <laughs> v for, in V for Vendetta? General Ross in Incredible Hulk? Or Jor-El in Superman Returns. I literally wow, these all would have been very interesting. Anthony Hopkins was considered for another superhero film. Uncle Ben would have been the worst. Yeah. He was, act- he was actually considered for another one. But what is I'll this? talk about Shit. later. I got it already, I think. I won. Oh, no, I lost. I'm the <laughs> yeah. only one who... Jor-El right. in Superman Returns. He could have been <laughs> Superman's dad. Who did you pick? Right. General Ross. <laughs> right. Wait, you both got it right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was so. also considered... Uh, to be uh, uh, Alfred in uh, Batman Be- Returns or Batman Begins. I don't know. One really? of those. That would have been interesting. So, final tally. John Ooh, wins again. It's embarrassing this is, us. What, yeah. The third or the fourth time? This is the same source that you I get it yeah. The reason why I don't think so is he got half of them wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like, this one was maybe, pretty tough. Maybe he didn't read the entire page. Yeah, I did the not. Entire on purpose to keep page. It when you guys told me to stop reading, I actually stopped reading. Yeah. Oh, there we go. So, we should tell him to stop reading earlier. He than can't that. even read. All right, well, that's our trivia game, our Marvel Thor trivia game. Again, apologies to victims of uh, Harvey Weinstein, people in Indonesia. Who we else? We didn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't mean anything, guys. We still love you guys. Yeah. All of you. All right, we're going to take a break. A subscribe. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That's a joke that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, uh, thank you for listening to our trivia. We're going to put this up uh, somewhere. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back to finish up this episode. Yeah.
Wow, what a game. Come on and slam. And that was welcome a good to game. the game. Boom. Great game, guys. Good game. Good game. You guys good aren't game. seeing this, but we're spanking each other on the butt right now. Yeah, yeah we're good giving game. ourselves the good old good go. The yeah. good old pad down. <laughs> yeah. We took our the pants good old off. Pull and yeah. tug. We took our pants off. Boxers, briefs, and one person, nothing. Hit the showers. One person yeah. floss. One person has a mask. <laughs> one, one of us decided to wear just a can of whipped cream. Wow. <laughs> Wait, a can of whipped cream? No, I mean, just, like, like just I mean, not in the can. It's like cream. a cloud. Yeah, the like, can okay. is in between some The can is empty. Yeah, exactly. Is it? Are you wearing it, or is it wearing you? <laughs> exactly. Um, anyways, enough about talking to us naked. Um, uh, let's talk a little bit more about Chris Hemsworth naked. Am I right, ladies? Yeah. yeah. Hottie. Gratuitous shirt off. Scene. So buff, so hot. <laughs> Ten stars, two thumbs up. If this was gonna be like the movie to get your girlfriend or wife or whatever into Marvel, I, I thought you were saying something way worse than <laughs> what like, you did say. Get them into watching the films. This is the one. The Chris Hemsworth shirt scene, shirtless, shirtless scene. He's like flexing yeah. super hard, and then show them Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Pratt's shirtless scene yeah. as well. But then there's even the when they're he's trying to get the hammer uh, from the the spot where he's it all lands. wet, yeah. he's like, all muddy, like huge crazy. like mud fight with like oh, yeah. tug, shake weights. Yeah, and if a, even he's not big enough, watch yeah. some Thor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll really rock your world. Exactly. <laughs> and if that's not big enough. Yeah, I'm I don't, sorry. I don't know what. You know, need a bigger boat. I know, I'm sorry. We should break up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not uh, like that. I'm not I feel, for you. I feel weird for Natalie Portman. Of like, this is a year removed from Black Swan. Black we're talking Swan. about. Where you know, obviously she, you know, she won her Oscar and stuff for. Yeah. But uh, she kind of comes across obviously somewhere in between where she's like the the very brilliant mind doctor who's like kind of going ahead with all yeah. this research, but also like the Oh my gosh! He's like so this dreamy, very attractive man, kind of like us right now. Yeah, <laughs> broke a glass in public. I yeah. will clean it up because, <laughs> yeah. girl, he looks yum yum. Yeah. <laughs> well, he well, she talks about how they uh, wrote her character in as this very, really, really brilliant uh, scientist. But I think we talked about how um, Branna brought a lot of Shakespeare into this. She thought it should be more poetic. Which I guess comes uh, come as off of, okay. off of Black Swan. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so and then so there's I, I remember there was a really cool scene where they're under the stars, looking up and just talking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he's explaining where he comes from and everything like that. You guys can't see him right now, but he's getting real uh, teary eyed right now. Real horse. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just hardcore emotional scenes get me so. Erect. Erect. <laughs> I'm so ready. We should. Uh, it, it, must been, it must have been crazy from going from your love interest to uh, like uh, Mila Kunis. Yeah. And then going to Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. It's yeah. nine day, huh? Yeah. Well, let's count how many people, people have Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> so Natalie Portman has an Oscar. Boom. Uh, Anthony Hopkins has one. Yes. Boom. Rene Russo. Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh yeah. has one, right? Did you see Rene Russo? Yeah. She yeah. might. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I made that up. I made that one up. It was uh, like, two truths and a lie, baby. <laughs> and then Stan Lee. Yeah, yeah. Stan he Lee. should an honorary <laughs> Oscar. Yeah. Probably. Let's talk about that Stan Lee cameo. So that we so so far Stan Lee cameos have been really quick. Yes. Um. The the coolest one so far has been Incredible Hulk, where he drinks the soda. Yeah. And yeah. Gets he it. hulks out. They they cut away, but 
if you keep the camera on him, he, he actually out. gets bigger. Yeah. <laughs> he kills thousands of people. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But in Iron Man, he's just mistaken in cameo. But in this movie, he plays one of the guys he's trying. trying to that doesn't have a job. That doesn't have anything better. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Like, what happened in this small yeah. town? Like, we're the, like, it must be a Saturday because no one's at work. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever been in New Mexico? It's yeah. not that kind of town. Yeah. <laughs> it's People there are very rich. Yeah, very, so, you know, everyone nice. just got in their trucks. Breaking Bad, I get you. Yeah. Uh, very, very uh, redneck looking uh, yeah, folk yeah. out there yeah, trying to pull this hammer. Just <laughs> yeah. like having a barbecue in Texas. Yeah. But he's thinking that he can maybe pull it out with his truck. His truck, yeah. And uh, kind of funny. I mean, his truck Yeah, breaks. pull out game week AF. Yeah. Well, you with, see that truck later on yeah. in the movie. Yeah, with by. two different people who get out of it to go into the diner who are not Stanley, And just like... Where's Ooh. Stanley at? <laughs> well, yeah, he they got his truck him. stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. By someone there. Exactly. But yeah, what do you guys think about Stanley? Uh, cameo. I think this is actually his second best. I, I, I like these better than the previous two Iron Man cameos where he's mistaken as Hugh Hefner and Larry King. Larry King. Yeah. He's but an, he's an everyday one, man. In this, Hulk, in this Hulk one is good. The Hulk yeah. one is still good because he almost dies. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he gets the most action in that one. Like, oh my God, acting range. Boom. You got to act surprised, Stan. Ready? Drop the soda. Go. You know, <laughs> there are other comic book uh, writers who cameo. I can't remember their names. Uh, yeah, we yeah. saw he's a townsperson. Which, uh, he's one of the townsfolk. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> he might be the other guy who gets out of the truck or something. I'm not sure. I like, know. Yeah, it's very vague on who he plays. Just as towns townsfolk. Person. He, yeah. You should say a little bit more one? about J. Michael Straczynski. Like yeah, I, I did not know that he was as involved. I know like a lot of these films uh, take a lot of the writers and um, to have him on, fi- on staff as a producer or like... Like a consultant. Yeah, you'll be yeah. here to consult on things. Did he but create he, Thor he actually, or is he just writing? No, he, at the time uh, this came out, he had just came off a pretty big run of Thor he had written. And he was actually involved writing the actual story for the for the film. So this is probably as involved as any of the comic writers have been on any of the superhero films for Marvel or DC, which is, I yeah. thought it was interesting. But um, he, he wrote a phenomenal run on Thor. And he is somebody who, kind of similar to the film, I kind of skated around a lot of the, the mythology and all that stuff to not overwhelm you. And, and I think a great example was when he left Marvel, the guy who picked up Thor after him, went straight headfirst into all this stuff and it was just way like you know snoozeville it was just like there's too much you're coming at me with yeah and so i think uh Shinsky did a great job of uh just kind of getting you to know what you need to know and then getting right into the action yeah so. you didn't want to follow him up is what rob said <laughs> yeah. yeah as soon as the, the dude crashed and burned after i think that's pretty cool though because he's written like loads of Really good, you know, stuff for both DC and Marvel. Yeah, he's a great um, writer. Yeah, he's he's actually one of the writers on the screenplay, which is pretty cool. Like he rewrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. So in the end, he has a cameo as a townie. Sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. A townie. You don't get paid, but you get to be in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> a very measured. You are now a member of the Screen Actors Guild. Well, let's talk how <laughs> about how this pushes forward the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. Of course, at this point, they've decided they're making an Avengers movie, and so do you think they already knew that um, Loki was going to be the primary villain because they mm-hmm. they write him in this movie oh, as he disappears right. obviously yeah. in this movie at the he end falls into the black hole very interstellar-esque but they <laughs> don't really have a, a character they don't have a loose end like this in the previous two. abomination <laughs> kind of i guess but then they said <laughs> no that, this whole movie didn't happen <laughs> yeah. yeah but he's he's one of the bigger loose ends in terms of villain he's a very loose end i, I think with him that maybe they had an idea to do something else with him, but maybe it might even be something of a uh, a sidekick for the next villain right. thing or something. Maybe not be as big as he's a role he's played, but maybe played more off of like 
after this movie came out, people just really taking a Loki and mm-hmm. thinking that like, well, let's use him for some more. Or yeah. Let's get him more involved and, and stuff. And that's definitely the cool thing is that like if you left it open, if you didn't use it for the Avengers, you could use him for Thor too. Yeah, you know. So, um, but uh, I don't know. I meant John mentioned that. Um, Spoiler alert, the after credit scene was directed by Joss Whedon. So, uh, I haven't seen the movie. I hate spoilers. It's also set in that, that facility that is blown up at the very beginning of the Avengers. So, like, I feel like they may have had an actual roadmap of where they're going. I think they might. He, they had the exact early on. They like, might have known that he was going to be involved, but I don't know if they knew, like, if they were going to be like, oh, Thanos is going to be the main villain. Because yeah. I don't know about that. Technically, that he thing, is. Well, the Thanos thing came out very late yeah. into yeah. the Avengers mm-hmm. uh, production. And Joss Whedon said that out as a joke. He's like, "Why don't it just be Thanos?" And Kevin was like, "Okay." And he's like, yeah, "Wait, yeah. what, bro?" Yeah. yeah. And so, like, you know, um, I think they actually—I mean, I think that they actually did have Loki in mind for like the Avengers uh, movie coming around. I think they're trying to hint, hint at it in a different way because obviously, like, you know, Loki does um, possess these people, like, in terms of like, you know, mind control and stuff like that. The the way it's implied at the very end of the Thor movie isn't what happens in the Avengers, but mm-hmm. I think it's still like a really cool like setup for that. And I like the way that they, they kind of hinted at that because well, maybe he touched, still him, had, he touched still him with had, the scepter maybe. Yeah. But you yeah. still had, but yeah, but in that one, it, he appears in a mirror. Right. And it's just like, you know, it's, it's, maybe a mirror it, yeah. so it's, it's implied that he, he's in his head and stuff like yeah. that. And that's what's pretty cool. Also very different. Like, cause it, like I said, it didn't end up being that. Also, you didn't know if Loki was actually going to be the villain or if this was just another tease. Yeah, because you know they you still had one more movie before the Avengers, which was Captain America: The First Avenger. But you knew he was out there, and he's on yeah, Earth. You knew, yeah, and then yeah. you see him; he's all like messed up. Like Loki's face was kind of scarred from going through that black hole, which was like you know pretty cool. And oh. again, like you know, you you get something at the end of this, which is kind of a, I guess, which kind of makes it a loose end because you see a, a cube, and then that's the first. We didn't know it was a Tesseract at the time. Yeah. We know the it cosmic as the, we know it's from Marvel as, as yeah. the Cosmic Cube. So yeah. we're just like, oh, that's the Cosmic Cube. That's the original name. Yeah. Well, it's crazy that this movie, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Because that, <laughs> that Tesseract is in a ton of other movies Yeah, yeah. yeah. as one of the main drivers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like so said, yeah. they got to be sharing something. Yeah. It's, pro- it's probably the only stone that really shows up consistently throughout the, the whole time, deal. Yeah. No, the whole, yeah, it's right, not just, oh, check out that stone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Everything else away. is like check this stone, and then we're never going to use it again. So uh, this one stone. Well, the thing yeah. is, because like I think we can talk a little bit about since we're setting it up for the next podcast for Captain America, the Tesseract in the comics is the Cosmic Cube is not a, an Infinity Stone. Right? Yeah, like a, they they definitely mm-hmm. changed up to yeah. kind of it's a different relic. I, exactly. I, I think this kind of goes more to like what you're talking about the Thanos not being what they were going to do. Yeah, and then once they realize they want to do that, they're like, well, we'll just make this a stone. How can so we, we tie, can How can we use things from the yeah. from the previous movies into tying into like you know, yeah. so that we're brilliant and, and, and the cube was kind of more of a lead in into the captain america uh movie because uh in the comics red skull has always been the most synonymous person to use With the, the cube. cosmic cube yeah. right, exactly. so i think that i think it might have been intended to be more of a lead in, into the red skull stuff and captain america and then once they realize they want to do the thanos thing they're like oh we'll make it a stone make and a we can thing, keep yeah, going on with it yeah yeah but uh but no definitely i, I think um it was a cool it was a cool mini scene and i know eventually along this when they do so many of these after credit scenes they kind of start playing around more of like oh it's just a joke or for comedy it's not even anything right, that's the ish movie these are one of the ones that are more elaborate and kind of set up a lot more stuff and uses up one of the samuel jackson appearances for mm-hmm. why we haven't seen him in the last like five movies <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly yeah well he made them re-up his contract for 
a ton of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, apparently, yeah, because like I think that he, the plan was originally when the Thor movie was announced, like Samuel Jackson's going to be in it because, you know, his um the ending Coulson scene at the very end of Iron Man 2, which was mm-hmm. filmed a year beforehand. Like, you know, they're like, you know, th- he's going to be in this movie. And then like the trades came out and they said like, you know, oh, he's not in this movie. And Samuel Jackson himself heard about that. And he was like, well, um, they should pay me if my name's going to be all over that movie and stuff like that. So I think they like grabbed him aside. They're just like, wait, we're going to film something with you. Just shut, shut up. up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, just please be quiet. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's the thing. It's really cool seeing all of this stuff. Again, this one isn't, isn't as heavy handed as Iron Man 2 where it's kind of like every other scene. But this one is kind of like, you know, that it's just enough to be like, oh, okay, cool. Something it's building towards something yeah. and it's Still, picking up steam. It's yeah. picking up steam. You know, what your whistle. Yeah. Captain and America. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. Thor is going to be one of the Avengers. So it's great just to see it, the origin of who he is. That way, by the time Avengers comes out, you're like, ah, I know who this guy is. <laughs> I know what that hammer does. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, in, in a lot of these movies leading up to the Avengers, I'm noticing how they introduce ca- new characters just mm-hmm. blatantly. Um, and in a good way in this movie with Hawkeye, um, but also really driving a lot of the narrative forward. Um, and it's just, a, it's, it's just a cool, smart way to build a universe like the MCU to where if you respect your fans enough to give them little pieces so that by the time Avengers comes out, it's not a seven hour movie. Yeah. It's something that you kind of already get and see. And you're just focusing on those big old set pieces, which is like mm-hmm. a battle in New York with, with an it, army it, of soldiers. It, it's taken them almost 15 years uh, or so, but they definitely have put the building blocks together with all these movies to create a more intelligent fan. So when the time comes where they do the Avengers films and Infinity War and all the other mm-hmm. ones that you'll have come to the table and already know what to expect or know that's so-and-so and this is so-and-so and they're going to do this together or whatever. So it's better than just bringing a film out where here's everybody figure it out. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like, okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> like a certain rival... Uh, oh comic book company. So what are you? Uh, so what are your final thoughts on Thor? Thor. Oh. <laughs> should they have made it, or should they have not have made it? <laughs> should they have not? I mean, no, it definitely it was, it was a, a a great make. I'm I'm excited for it. It still holds up, like we were talking about. Uh, and again, as a Thor fan, I'm just happy to see it live on screen and everything, and it come to life. But wait, uh, you saw it live. No, no, I said it comes alive. Yeah. <laughs> 3D. <laughs> you saw it live in 3D. The, the D box. <laughs> you were in the. You were in on the set, looking through binoculars, and you closed exactly, your eyes right. to make the cuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And cut. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, definitely, it was. I think it's worth it. Yep. Yeah, it was um, I think it was cool. I would have liked to have seen Kenneth Branagh make a second one. That actually would have been dope. Um, the same tone, because like, yeah, I guess we can't. Yeah, well, I mean, because he knows that, that he this w- is inconsistent. These Thor movies, exactly, like, the tone is inconsistent between all three of them. Oh like, yeah, not a, it's not a real trilogy. Mm-hmm. It is sort of, but not like really. They yeah. feel like three very different films. Very different for movies. sure. Yeah, but it is really cool. Like Rob said earlier, to see so much into his lore, and um, I mean, all the other ones. He, he I mean, in, like obviously in the big team of movies, you don't get you see some character development, but. You don't get to see a lot of what's going on with everybody individually um, as much as uh, being able to see them all as a group. But uh, especially Thor, too. He's kind of like sidelined when it comes to the Avengers. For sure. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it it was really cool to, I mean, without this movie, Thanos is impossible. 
without opening your mind to like, oh, we're going to go to these other worlds and things like that, you wouldn't be able to have the Guardians yet yeah. or, uh, or Th- again, Thanos. So. It does so much for the future of Marvel, this yeah. one movie. For sure, and yeah, yeah. And it, it, it not only sets up for the Avengers, but it sets up for everything else that we're going to see. Guardians like, you know, Galaxy. Guardians, Nova, I mean, two Guardians of the Galaxy movies, now a trilogy now. And um, being able to see Infinity War where they, they're taking place in these cosmic places or yeah. things like that, you know, or dealing with a... You know, even a, a bigger godlike, uh, you know, creature like Hela in Ragnarok, or you know, etc. That yeah, big yeah, thing Surter. in Doctor Strange, you're like, this is a yeah, yeah, Dormammu, yeah, yeah, Dormammu. yeah exactly. Dormammu. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's that's why and I, I what's to come too, like Captain Marvel and Adam Warlock. Yeah, yeah, and and who knows? And now you open up the, they've got Fox now, so now it's telling tales like the Silver Surfer will be easier because of this movie. Mm-hmm. Come a long way from Galactus being a weather. Cloud, yeah, a high pressure storm. Yeah. That was scary. I got a jacket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have to jacket. Yeah, <laughs> take that uh, jacket off. I feel the same way. This is actually um, a really cool movie. I prefer this one a little bit more than the next one we're going to be talking about. Um, I do like the Thor, Thor of the Dark World. No, no, no. Uh, Captain, Captain America. America. Captain America the wow. Oh wow! I like this bombshell. Movie Ooh, like, yeah, super hot take. Shots fired. Um, hot. It's only because, like I said, I I kind of went into this movie. Like, you know, not a fan of the character. I think I even may have just, like, had some animosity towards that character. Because I was Whoa. like, how is this going to work? <laughs> wow. Like, you know, just like, you know, how is this going to work? I hate this movie. He's <laughs> mad at Ken um, LeBrana. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also because, like, again, like, it's, it's what, like, I think Zack Snyder said this a couple of years ago. Like, you know, at the time when these Marvel movies were being made, I mean, there was only Batman movies from DC being made. So I was kind of, like, playing the role of the fanboy there. And I was like, oh, they're making a Thor movie, but they don't want to make a fucking, you know, Superman movie or something like that. And so I get it. But this movie, like, was was pretty badass, you know, like, and granted, it, you know, everything that we said about it, like, you know, it was kind of true. Like, you know, it goes a little too fast. Um, it does kind of doesn't want you to linger on some of the things because it doesn't, you know, have time to explain. It's almost like you know, two different stuff. movies. There's the Asgard part and then and there's the fish out of yeah. water, like Earth part. That's kind of a little weird. And then, like, you know, like the way we, we described it while we were watching it, like the budget seems to you can kind of pinpoint like these scenes and how they're like kind of yeah. trying to cut it, cut it close. They yeah. spend like 10 weeks on a, on a green screen soundstage and then like a two days in New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. And then like, and then your, your, your average action scene is like over within like 30 seconds in this movie. So, um, what do bump jump, but it is a really, really <laughs> enjoyable movie. And I, I like it. I, I like it for introducing me into the Thor character. And because of that, I'm very interested in, you know, the future of this character, whether it be in film or in comics. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I remember watching this movie and thinking to myself, well, this is closer to Iron Man than Incredible Hulk. So this is when I first started thinking, well, this is what a Marvel movie is. It's, you know, a really high level concept stuff Mm -hmm. that uh, probably needs to be explained. But, (laughs) you know, so they'll explain to me. You know, I trust that it'll happen. Yeah. And it was interesting to see someone like Thor, a character who really no one has unless you're a king, has anything directly in common with, um, still feel like you have at least some emotion, emotional connection. Care about the character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's it's like what, who said it? Someone, you said it was like a coming of age story, which is basically, that's what it is. Exactly. Superhero coming of age story. Mm -hmm. But this was a a lot of firsts for Marvel. It's one of the first movies to really go after the elite actor class of Academy Award winning actors. And Kenneth Branagh, his credit is probably the reason why yeah. after this movie, <laughs> you know, like Benedict Cumberbatch is in. Yeah, yeah. It wants to be in yeah, a Marvel yeah. movie now or is in a Marvel movie. Uh, I think they definitely took off the 
the the feeling of the stigma, I guess, of like, oh, it's just some yeah. summer blockbuster. I don't want to be in it. I want to be in an artsy film or independent film. I think this definitely was something that helped open the door. And obviously, people like Jeff Bridges and all that stuff definitely mm-hmm. helped. But uh, I think it's just also the paycheck. The, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's, there's no no slouch of a check or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are the kind of films that can help them continue to do their independent films is, you know, once they do these paydays. But I think it definitely helped. Yeah, and these are like good blockbusters, though. They're not like going off and doing like a, you know, an actual paycheck movie yeah. would be like, you know, Transformers or something like that. Like, Ooh, yeah. shots fired. Actual, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Also, yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, yeah. yeah exactly. But the thing is, like, you know, they're, they're actual good movies. Like, at the yeah. end of the day, they're not like, you know, it's not something that you would, you know, turn off and just be like, oh, this sucks really bad. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's, it's you know, they're making good product. They just, it's just a blockbuster. And it still holds yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Thor holds up. Thor, 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 Optimus Prime. Welcome back to our Transformers podcast. What was your favorite car? Um, Sweet. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for coming to this episode. Do you guys have anything to plug? Anything you guys want to talk about? No. What? What? It's awkward. They're holding hands. On uh, Mondays, I usually do a, a show on Facebook Live. Nice. Uh, it's with the CW station here in town. Whoa. Um, yeah, it's called a uh, Comic Book Crew. Television. And, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we talk about pop culture and comics and all kinds of stuff like that. But 12.30 every Monday. Boom, every uh, Monday. 12.30 p.m.? Uh, 12.30 p.m., yes. Uh, on the CW. CW Facebook page. Or nice. check out the Heroes of Fans Facebook page. We usually share on there, too. Yeah, boom. And then also mm-hmm. check out the shop as well. Yeah, and speaking yeah. of checking out the shop. I mean, you like Thor? Come on <laughs> down and get get more Thor. By now. Wait a minute. Let me see. <laughs> or if you don't like this one, we go down and get some actual real Thor. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Get, get the <laughs> real <laughs> Thor. Not this watered-down <laughs> Thor. I'm just kidding. Oh, never mind. Just yeah. kidding. It's January still when you're hearing this. I forgot. We record these uh, podcasts uh, so far into the future. Pretty far <laughs> and then advanced. we send them back. I know, in the year 2018. We record them in the year 2020 and then send them back to our 2018. Yeah. But to speaking warn of the shop, we are going to have... We've already seen Infinity War. If you guys want a... Uh, for your commie books. Commie books. That's like <laughs> your communist For your Mother Russia books. <laughs> for, your, uh, for your comic books. Uh, we've got bookmarks for... Uh, uh, the show they'll be at five for one dollar. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they should be free, but they may someone may shake you down for Hot it. Hot commodity. We're going to be charging for them. They'll guys. be at different comic book stores, but go to facebook.com/slash DelphinPod to check out all the other cool stuff we're giving away and some funny Marvel memes. Um, I, I made this a meme. Mm-hmm. of uh, Iron Man walking away from an explosion that had the year 2017 in it, <laughs> and it's gone viral. <laughs> nice. People, it's getting shared and liked yeah. like hundreds of times. I get it because he's walking into 2018. Yeah, definitely. I, I didn't even see that you coming. You knew me. So guess what I put at the bottom? Countdown to infinity.com. <laughs> guess baby. what I put down? Copyright. Yes. <laughs> you use this, you're getting sued. You owe me a quarter. <laughs> then I get sued by Marvel. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, don't don't steal don't, that meme. Yeah, don't okay, this is this is gonna be. If a you're time. gonna take the meme, at least give the podcast yeah. a subscribe. Just yeah, <laughs> go to World Star, <laughs> World Star, <laughs> and just shout out. John, <laughs> do you have anything to plug? Uh, not much. Just listen to all the Delphin Pod podcasts, all the Sticker Fridge podcasts. Listen, watch Time Slice that is out now on Boom. YouTube. Yeah, be on the lookout awesome. for the next ROTS episode. Yeah, the next it'll ROTS be, uh, season, be here some, season four is it's um, canceled. I may just play the <laughs> on that one. I don't know. It's our fourth year of actually being on the air, which is actually pretty exciting. Um, Crazy. 
we're going to have some pretty cool sequels this time around. We might start with some, I don't know. We have a lot of contenders for sure. Yeah, we, we, we have some contenders on what, what should be the first movie. I um, think we, we should still... all pick a movie and then just fight in the street. Last Man Standing gets the movie. <laughs> Rocky Five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. I pick Kingsman, the secret. Let's so, try to no. pick... I pick Rocky Five. Let's find, let's <laughs> find like the worst sequel we can possibly do. Robocop 2. No. <laughs> Robocop ah, 3. I don't know. Well, Robocop all... 3. Yeah, you're right. That now is we're just the fighting. Worst. That is <laughs> yeah. the worst Let go of me. <laughs> anyway, um, watch all of that stuff, you know, and um, don't, don't watch Watch out for that stuff, but, you know, listen to the <laughs> sticker for you. You're going to listen to it. Ones. Don't watch. That's pretty much it, actually. I just want to thank Rob for being here. Rob is Boom. You know, yeah, everybody give him a hand. Yeah. yeah. Anytime, guys. Anytime. I don't know why that I had to. Yeah, yeah, those are camera shutters. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting real Harvey Weinstein. Thanks to be pervert. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Not a ass grabbing going on right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. All right, guys. Well, thanks for thanks for listening. We love you. Kisses. Later. Stop ending it with kisses. <laughs>